What happens when you bring together two unconventional and experienced entrepreneurs that own competing agencies? They decide to challenge convention with creative collaboration. Join Veronica and Jillian to discover how two business owners that target the same audience created a podcast together. In each episode, they explore new ideas on how to collaborate offer practical and actionable advice on expanding business, and have a transparent conversation about entrepreneurship. This is Creative Collaboration, Conversations with Veronica and Jillian. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number five of Creative uh, collaborations, conversations with Veronica and Jillian. My name is Veronica and I'm here today with Jillian. Hi, Jillian. Hi there. So today we're going to talk about starting now versus waiting for perfection. I mm. think it's it's such a good topic and I see it everywhere around me. A lot of people mm. with amazing ideas actually working for years to the business plan and they are still saying, I'm not mm. ready yet. It's not perfect. Mm. Things are mm. changing. I need to mm. go back to the drawing board. What is mm. happening? <laughs> mm. But I think we forgot something, Julia. Well, you know, I think it's funny because <laughs> what better example of this than our podcast? Because clearly we did wait for perfection because this is like capital P perfection quality right here. So I feel like we're a great example of uh, perfection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but maybe before we, we dive into the topic, how about we do our um, one minute of of sharing that we usually do of a uh, fun fact, what happened this past week? Have you read, mm -hmm. have you read something interesting? Okay. So you just prompted me. So I have two quick updates. So one is if you recall, um, a couple of episodes ago or somewhere recently, you uh, introduced me. Oh, that's right. I introduced you to Ava and then you also introduced me to Michael. So I just yes. wanted to tell you that Michael is excellent. I had a, we had a fabulous conversation and have round two scheduled already. So uh, I really so appreciate, happy to appreciate hear that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the second thing is, um, so I have a, a little bit of a book issue um a little book problem um yeah, i love books so i could pan and show you my library but i just got a, another new one called deep economy the wealth of communities and the durable future so this is a new book i just picked up so um yeah so that's my update that's what um i'll be reading over the next couple of weeks so nice we need to put the link uh, in in the in the description so whoever wants a good book i know i'm always looking for good books well, I don't know if it's good yet. I have a read, but I okay. Uh, so let's yeah. wait until the next episode yeah. to figure it out. Is yeah. it good or not? Fair. I must say, I I moved to from the the hardcore books, even if I love them, and I do have quite a collection, to the Kindle one, just because my <sighs> eyes are going so bad, <laughs> and mm. I love the fact that I can make them big. <laughs> Technology yeah, is great. I, get it. I know. I get it. It's so hard for me to adjust to that. It's yeah. It's I. I one day yeah. <laughs> one day but, one day um one day more anyway um so before we dive uh, or start start definitely start 
I will what try. I, I'm thinking about all my businesses, like what I did and uh, the e-commerce the e platform that I used to have before coming here, the conference that I organized, the online networking with the spin events, this yes. podcast, maybe this is not actually, <laughs> but even my business, um, what I realized, you do need you do need to do your homework, homework. don't get me wrong. Don't wake up, mm. have an idea and say, I'm going to do it. Um, mm. Wake up, get the idea, go and test it a little bit, ask people, see what is happening, test it on a small scale and then go and do it. When I say don't wait, is don't wait to have everything perfect because guess what? Nothing is perfect and it mm. can't be perfect. And when you have a business, it doesn't matter what it is. It is an online commerce, it is a shop, it is services. You are influenced by what is happening in the in the world. You are affected mm. by the economical situation, the social social uh, um, uh, aspect of it. Uh, mm. Your family, your, your private life has a big influence into that. Everything will be, it's like a domino. Everything can mm -hmm. actually derail you. So if you're waiting for everything and all the conditions to be perfect, you're never going to do anything because mm. that's impossible. So instead mm. of doing that, uh, and also your assumptions, you always, we always start with assumptions with an perfect idea they will never fit the 100 the reality because that's your mm. vision of the world and in the moment mm. you are going and expressing and presenting and bringing that that beautiful idea to to the people around you to your clients to prospects to business partners to whoever you are targeting you're going to start seeing different different perspectives. Um, mm. In last episode, we talked about creativity. While you're talking and presenting your ideas, new new ideas will pop up. New solutions are going to come from that. And your, mm. your small idea, your baby, if you want to call it like that, or actually let's not call it the baby. I don't think that's good. But your your business will going to... See, you see like, yeah. Yes, we'll start yeah. changing and you have a mm. different perspective and you'll be inspired and new new aspects new shades, new, new layers will going to be added mm. to it. Mm -hmm. But if mm -hmm. you keep it small and you wait, it, you wait for it to be perfect, it will never happen. It's like a flower. You, they, you need that inspiration. You need the water. You need the, the, the light. You need everything to, to be able to bloom. So I'm curious then. I feel like this is, um, yeah, I feel like this is us having a conversation like this. This conversation is bringing me back to the first time we had coffee. And I feel like ah, <laughs> I want to ask you like specific questions. So I'm curious um, if you're OK to share uh, or if you can think of an example of a time where you maybe had a new a new service or a new um, yeah, a new service offering or something, a new skill set that you had developed or something like that. Uh, that you wanted to offer to clients, but you hadn't done it before, uh, something new. Um, will you share anything about that? Maybe, you know, it doesn't have to be specifics like what it was, or maybe you do. Um, I, I don't was, mind. But how you, yeah. how you approached it? Like, how did you approach it? Did um, you communicate that with your, you know, your clients or prospects? Did you offer it to existing prospect or existing clients first or did you offer to the public first did you do discounts like how did you approach it when it was something that was new and you therefore not sure maybe where the value was what the price point was how to package it all of those things so yeah I'm just curious 
when you you start asking me this question, what popped into my mind was a um, couple of years ago, before the pandemic, I had a service called Marketing Body. Uh, that was basically, um, some will describe it as coaching. I want to stay far away from that term. <laughs> I think consultancy, because it wasn't only coaching. It had has, of course, our work has an aspect of coaching in it when you're talking mm-hmm. with especially small clients, but it was more consulting, training, and uh, guiding clients how to implement. Mm-hmm. And um so I was working with smaller clients. I always going to have a mix of small and bigger clients. But from the financial aspect that I realized, instead of keep on going every month for after new clients, I need clients that stay with me for a longer period. So I was thinking, how can I do that uh, to have a service that will be for at least six months, let's say, mm-hmm. and will bring me a consi- consistent revenue each month, a specific amount mm-hmm. of money that I have. Let's say mm-hmm. I can, uh, looking at the hours that I will allocate, uh, how many can I have to mm-hmm. have a good revenue mm-hmm. uh, to be sustainable and also like realistic. And this is a marketing party. And was built because I was looking what do my clients need they and they used to tend to come for uh initially I was selling only strategy now I have the marketing strategy where we go over the the steps and we also have the implementation I also have a team at that point I was really alone so working with the clients I realized they can't afford it but what they need help with when it comes to implementation because I was doing the the strategy with them, but the implementation was guidance and reinsurance. Or sometimes you do need to tweak a couple of things, as you know, as you go along and you have the amazing Mm -hmm. strategy, the idea, but things are coming, happening. And you do need to, as I said, life is there. You need to adapt Mm -hmm. them according to what is happening. And this is basically what the marketing body uh, service was doing. We were meeting monthly or bi-monthly for shorter periods depending on their needs and we are going where are you at this point with the with the implementation what do you need what new things came how do you implement it what's happening analyzing Mm -hmm. and advising Mm -hmm. and uh i came up with idea and uh wrote a rough um version of the service like honestly in an excel um made a rough estimation of (laughs) okay the will take me around this amount of time and this is the price. And I just shared it with a couple of uh, of people from my network, mm. not my clients, never would have been my clients, but more peers, let's say. Actually working okay. in, working, not doing marketing, but peers sharing the same uh, space, office space. Mm. And uh, I shared it and asked for, what do you think? Would you buy something like that? Actually, they could have been my client, but I knew they would never pay me. They, you, know, you, you get the idea. It wasn't and, the right uh, fit. Wasn't client. the right yeah. fit. Wasn't yeah. the right fit. That was. And um, the feedback was great. Actually, she said, "If I could afford it, definitely I would go for it." Um, and it fits everything. They did uh, help me tweak a couple of small things. Um, and then I said, "You know what? I'm just gonna test it on the next uh, in during the next meeting that I have." Because um, at that point, I used to have a lot of meetings. <laughs> Not that mm-hmm. I have less now, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. So I start actually presenting it. And um, basically from the idea phase, the ideation took me, let's say, a couple of weeks. Took me one day to write that and get feedback. 
and to basically test it in the next couple of meetings. I think in mm-hmm. less than one month, while I was selling it and having clients for it because it really fits wow. to the clients. I didn't go back, but to my previous clients, but what I did, I started introducing it in collaboration with the strategy because what was missing mm-hmm. was basically the implementation. Mm-hmm. While implementing it, of course, that's not always as good. Um, and mm-hmm. just doing mm-hmm. it as quickly, you do have downsides. And I realized it actually takes more than I estimated to implement. Because one of the of uh, the services that they had, you have access to me 24, 24-7. So something happens in your business, you message me and I'll respond. Thinking that wow. we're not going to take that long, but actually <laughs> people do take yeah. advantage of that. So I did had to to make a couple of adjustments and increase the price mm-hmm. because wasn't it didn't make sense. But honestly, if mm-hmm. if I would have waited, if even if I, I don't think I would have realized what I need to to change without really working with a client in that particular context and realizing how much do they need me and not only one client but have an average of like four or five clients to see because you do need to to have an average. Some clients will need you yeah. more, some will need you less. And mm-hmm. you do need an average there, or you do need to have in your contract, okay, so you have me for this amount of hours. If you need me more, will be an extra payment mm-hmm. or whatever you, you arrange around it. But the reality is you can't anticipate everything until you're not really yeah. working. And that also realize, uh, helped me realize the type of clients or who, what do I want to do? Do I want to do this? And actually, it was my best-selling service but I realized it's not sustainable for me because I was always busy and exhausted. I mm. replaced it with proper implementation. Now I have a team and we can, this, the service mm. is way better and they, they get all mm. of that and much more. Of course, the price is also different at this point, but I can serve them better. Mm. Uh, however, yeah. what I learned from that is how to manage that relationship to make it better. So it wasn't a waste. It helped me at that point. And I, I learned so, so many valuable things that I can take and implement them moving forward with my next services. And basically you can see the marketing body 2.0 <laughs> version of, uh, mm-hmm. of the service. Hmm. That's cool to hear. I like how you approach that and also shared the specifics that it took you a couple of weeks to have the idea of data, write it out and immediately basically start selling it. Um, and that you rolled with it and made some, you know, adjustments and some iterations to it, and then ultimately kind of merged it into what you, your other existing service to now add a bigger and better service, perhaps, um, to make it perhaps more profitable for you and better value to your clients as well. So that's a really good example of that. That's cool. How about you? Do you have an example? So, so for me, I think, so first of all, I think it's funny, this idea of, you know, I have to wait until I get more experience um, and then I'll get started. But it's like, think about what you're saying. Like, how are you going to get more experience if you don't get started? Right. So this has been one of those things that um, has been, you know, rattling around with me for many years. So this is like, yeah, the, the stuff kryptonite is made of. Right. Um, So (laughs) for me, this, the first thing that comes to mind when I saw that this is a topic, you know, that you had, when you suggested this topic, I thought of the imposter syndrome straight away, right? That's a good um, one. And so I feel like 
I am in good company because apparently uh, there's scores of research out there, but uh, there's, um, I think, a pretty well-known one from KPMG um, that talks about uh, about 75% of executive women have had um, bouts of imposter syndrome. So it's clearly, you know, the majority of women. Um, so when I think of it like that, it makes me feel like, oh, I'm in good company, right? So it's not just <laughs> me, right? Um, so yeah, so imposter syndrome. And um, so yeah, for me, over my whole career, this has been kind of ebbs and flows of it. Um, but one of the tools that's been very helpful for me, um, and that actually this KPMG research also uh, underscored and suggest suggested um, is leaning on like trusted advisors, right? So it reminds me of many years ago, I um, when I first under or first uh, learned about Keith Ferrazzi, I read his book Never Eat Alone, which is still in my top five most favorite books of all time. Um, yeah, Never Eat Alone. So that'll definitely be a link. Um, and so one of the things I learned in his book is to create like a uh, basically like a personal board of advisors, right? To have uh, personal or, you know, informal something board of advisors. Um, and so that's what I put into motion, like, I don't know, many, many years ago, probably 15, 20 years ago. Um, it has evolved a bit over the years, um, but those are people that, um, that I respect, that respect me, that have my back um, and that care about me and they care about me enough to be honest with me um, and will, you know, it's like that kiss and kick thing, right? So they'll applaud me if I do something, um, but they'll also, you know, freely kick me um, when that's needed and much of the time it's needed. Um, so I feel like that's that's a, a really useful one. Um, so anyhow, so this idea of a personal board of advisors and then- I know. Uh, I mean, actually, have they, you heard they, of him they, before? Just a quick um, sidebar. Do you know Keith? I don't know if you know that name. I don't I, know I, him. I meant to ask you before. I was like, ah, I you might know, know who him. he is. Right. But actually, what was attracting to this is a um, couple of years ago, I was invited to, to uh, I was interviewed by, uh, by Frank. Um, and one of the questions was about entrepreneurship and one advice I would give to everyone and what I always had, and I was sharing, have your cheerleaders and your critics. And it's basically the mm. same thing. Mm. What I realized for me, but I love how you placed it. For me, those people were different, actually. So mm. the cheerleaders were always, yes, you can do it. And you let's be honest, you do need that. Mm. And the critics uh, were the ones that always see the bad thing. And probably people that you, you shouldn't be always close to because they can drag you down. But if you mm. listen to, to, don't take it personally, take what is good for me from that feedback, mm. you can actually see, oh, so this is what I need to, to replace or this is what mm -hmm. I need to tweak. So I do agree with, even if, if it's not necessarily well-meant sometimes, the criticism, but I think it's important um, how you take it. And I agree with the, the, uh, the imposter syndrome and I don't think mm. I met a person that doesn't have that, mm. <laughs> honestly, mm. <laughs> including myself. But um, once that you are able and sure enough, like I can do this and you have your cheerleaders on your side, um, you can get that feedback and improve things because mm -hmm. uh, the 
the more critics you have, the shows you are doing quite a good job, <laughs> actually. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, it's funny. So I, um, yeah, this is like, ooh, vulnerable moment here coming up. Uh, so I just published or about to publish, it's scheduled, a blog article that I wrote in 2018, but I never published it because I, I it, it wasn't quite perfect. So instead of being published and just move on and clear out the mental space and whatnot, it just sat and collected dust and cobwebs in my Google Drive. Um, and so finally, I've been kind of going through this like spring cleaning in July situation. Well, actually, it's been for several months um, and looking at all of the content that I have written, but never published and just deciding. It's like when you do spring cleaning at home, is this trash? Is it recycle? Is it donation? Or am I going to keep this? Or what is it? That's what I've been doing. And so I found all of this content. And this one article is like, oh man, it's actually pretty interesting. But now you look at it, it's like, wow. This was like pre-COVID and uh, this it's like the whole world has changed since I wrote this article just five years ago. Um, but I decided let's just kind of retrofit it a bit, clean it up and then publish it. So um, yeah, so this I'm is like- I'm looking forward to reading that. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, about, it's about scaling a brand actually. Um, the other you know example I'll share is also very uh, timely. Um, yeah, this is- a very timely topic for me. Um, so yeah, uh, start now and don't wait for perfection. Okay, so as you know, I've been in uh, management consulting, management consultant for many years and had a marketing consultancy prior to that. So merging those two has been what we've been working on for, for years. Um, and the latest iteration has been to embrace sustainability and B Corps, et cetera. So, um, so I'm now, now a consultant uh, to help companies certify as B Corps. And I'm really excited about it, but I'm also immediately aware of how much I don't know. And so this is like exactly what it is. Like I, I want to have more experience. I want to be able to like, it would be great to now have this whole book of business. Like I already have, but have it be all, you know, B Corp companies that I've helped to certify, help them through the process um, but I don't have that yet. And it's like, well, you know, how am I going to get that? I have to get the started. It's like, it. <laughs> oh, it's like so crazy though, how it's so simple. It's like, well, of course, but then when you're in it, it can feel like, oh boy, you know? So um, the way that I have been approaching it to try to, yeah, to um, address the tendency to, for analysis paralysis, which is like my middle name, um, is to is about mindset. It's like everything really is about mindset. And so rather than what my kind of practice is, rather than thinking about what I know, what I don't know, which is really self-centered thinking. So rather than thinking about myself is to think about companies and what it is that they need and to be curious and have conversations to ask questions. You know, do they know what this is? Have they thought about it? Have they considered it? Are they interested? Would they like somebody to hold their hand through this, you know, process? Um, so that's again probably feels very simple, but it's actually quite you know significant to just change the perspective on how we, you know, or for me how I show up to do this work. Um, I think also I very important. It, it does resonate, and also 
one thing that I invited you to remember all the time, you did study this. You do know more mm. than they do. And you do have, uh, being a consultant in B Corp certification, you do have the organization behind you where you can go mm -hmm. and figure it out the answers that you don't know because no mm. one knows everything. <laughs> That's mm. the reality. And um, mm. so as, I don't know if you know, but I study law and I have a marketing uh, uh, master, a master in marketing. But what I learned from, from uh, my degree in law is actually what is important is not to memorize or to by heart everything or to know everything. It's to know where to go and look for the answer. Mm, being and resourceful. Mm. And that's, I think that's the key in everything. It's, mm. Of course, you're not going to know everything. It's mm. you have our brain has a specific capacity. It's impossible. But mm. as long as you know where to start researching or where to start approaching a problem or whatever mm. it is, a project, the answer will going to come one by one. And we do have a, um, uh, an episode about creativity. Then once that you have that place, the starting point, the creativity and what makes you Jillian, what makes me Veronica, what makes all of us, our unique personality mm. and unique company, we're going to play an important role and we'll be able to, to keep on going and do something different. And this why it's very important to start and not to wait because you mm -hmm. can't create until you don't start. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, uh, just a quick follow-up to that. Um, so checking the boxes of relationships and, you know, referrals and creativity, et cetera, and competitors even, in collaboration even, it's like, woo, it's like bingo. Um, there's a woman that I had recently met, I've had some conversations with, who is technically a competitor, um, but we've been speaking about opportunities to collaborate, of course. She has uh, her PhD in all things sustainability, B Corp. She's like brilliant at like domain strength she knows that inside and out but she's never she's new to having a consultancy just a few months so she's not really worked with clients or run her own business or any of these things so it's really interesting because I've had my own kind of gig for 20 years and I'm newer to B Corp certifications etc um, so it's really interesting a great opportunity for us to collaborate so I feel like you know for it's anybody a beautiful out there example. Yeah, starting to work on something isn't sure, you know, to, it's like the least unlikely place or certainly the place that most people would never recommend, but find other people doing the same thing or doing what you want to do and have conversations because more times than not, there is great opportunity to collaborate and the whole exactly. can be greater than the sum of the parts. Um, and I think stop making assumptions as well, because mm -hmm. you will, in the example you just gave, I'm pretty sure you said this lady's the top of the top right she knows everything mm. on the topic and probably you, you we tend I know I don't know about you I don't want to assume but we tend to be intimidated yeah. and say like oh what am I doing here if that person is knows so much right the the imposter syndrome playing but you see she has her own issues so a yeah. collaboration makes perfect sense and that's what you just described it's, it's a beautiful example of why we are doing this podcast and why do yeah. we want to invite people to just change perspective think differently uh, it doesn't need to be black and white actually life is a shade of gray right no reference to the, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> to the book but that, that's the reality you don't have black and white always something will be great and still has a little bit of black in it life is not perfect so just figure it out what works best for you and I do like 
you know, if you don't try it, the best memories we have is when we made mistakes, right? Because you have fun and you are learning and not, not necessarily, and good things are coming out of it, right? Like if I well, think they can, now they about, can make great stories. They can make great stories. They can stories. make great stories, right? <laughs> yeah, later on, like down the road, maybe, yeah. Not, not in the first three years, definitely not. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's the way to, to, to learn and think about kids. Like they do need to, to, to fall in order to learn how to walk. It's the same with the business. We are not learn. Mm-hmm. We are not born uh, knowing everything. And you can't. Mm-hmm. Me personally, in order to learn, I need to do. This is yeah. how my personality and my my um, brain is working. That's. Adults are experiential learners, as they say. So I think that sounds to me like our uh, takeaway and our suggestion to, to uh, from today's episode is for for everybody, including us, to continue to get started, to just take action and do what we can today, right? It's like we were chatting exactly. before. It's do our best today and move on. And I also think that perfection shouldn't be the target or the bullseye What's perfection ever because it's, you know it's uh yeah it's never it's not actually attainable and it's and who wants that anyway um so anyhow so I and feel perfection like, means something else for everyone else as yeah, well that's true that's true so it's kind of and arbitrary now, it's an arb- it's an arbitrary goal so exactly it's not a smart goal yeah and I do want to end this with the same invitation that I have in every single episode I do want to hear from you our listeners like did you wait until you start your started your business or are you in that position can we give you an advice or are you curious to learn more on the topic let us know and thank you once again Jillian for the amazing conversation I hope we did manage to inspire someone to take action today listen I had fun and I got the you know (laughs) <laughs> whiteboard whatever i had fun today chatting so thank you for the time thank you goodbye right. everyone and tune in next time cheers thanks for joining us for today's episode of creative collaboration conversations with veronica and jillian we sincerely hope you have gained at least one new idea or perspective that can be applied to your business If you need a different perspective or want to meet fellow entrepreneurs, join online networking with a spin. All info can be found at spinideas.nl. If you own a business and are looking for tools, resources, and inspiration to achieve equitable and sustainable growth, visit thejilliangroup.com slash better. Until next time.